zweite Frankreich-Sitzung. officially live. Everybody can see us now and hopefully hear us as well. Uh, everybody in chat, let me know if you can hear everybody. You can see us all. Everything's fine. If anybody freezes or is too loud, too quiet, just let me know so we can get that fixed. Uh, this is the official Cyberpunk Uncensored one-shot. This is uh, Team Splash Zone. We'll get into, get into all that and, and make sense of that name in a moment. Uh, before we get into the details of this one-shot and what we're doing, I would just like to uh, go around the table and everybody just introduce yourself and then your character. I know that everybody here has, you know, a little uh, a blurb to read that kind of breaks down the current character and stuff. Um, so that's what's going to happen, everybody watching. Um, aside from that, uh, once we go through each character, kind of a little speech and breakdown I want to discuss the team as a whole and, like I said, exactly what is Team Splash Zone and stuff. Uh, and then we'll do a little setup and get into the, the game. Uh, before we go around the table, I'll start it off, though. Obviously, I'm Rob Mulligan, the founder of Cyberpunk Uncensored. It's why we're here. Uh, I'd appreciate everybody watching the live stream. Please grab the link here on Twitch and just give it a share. Retweet it, tweet it, uh, post it on Facebook to groups. If you belong to any type of Discord servers that would enjoy this kind of gameplay, uh, we would appreciate the support. Just share it out. Uh, also, consider giving us a follow, a subscribe. Also, check out Cyberpunk Uncensored on YouTube. We VOD all live gameplay interviews and series over on YouTube, so it's important to subscribe over there as well. All right, cool. Shout out to the sponsors, uh, Modifius Entertainment, uh, Lion Banner Games, who hooks me up with maps and stuff. Check him out. Also, Cyberfight Clothing. We have a discount code for Cyberfight Clothing on the cyberpunkuncensored.com website as, way, as well as uh, K clothing, K clot. So check that out as well. Uh, lots of cool cyberpunk styles you can get into there. Um, let's see. I want to give my uh, my Patreon supporters some shout outs. Uh, William Huddleston, Naomi Madlass, Leaded Coffee, Michael Edmonds, aka Kira, Chris Anderson, Dolan Pondsmith, Steve Barov, Sirenscape, who's also an official sponsor of Cyberpunk Uncensored. Matt James, who's GM Reservoir Panda, uh, Revolver Gray, Samurai Mac, Jorge, Zach, who's our very own capricious nature, who you see in the Cyberpunk Uncensored Discord and running weekly games as well as a GM. Rothan, who's also Renegade 420. Raven, Andy Stretton, Charles Fodel, Kevin Moreno, who's right here. Uh, thanks for supporting, man. It's awesome that we, we're getting to play and get into this. Uh, Rufio, Rufio, and Rayan. Uh, shout out to all y'all. Uh, I seriously appreciate the support. You are the fuel on my fire that keeps me streaming almost every day, all kinds of gameplay and series and just all kinds of shit. Seriously, uh, it means a lot to have the support. It's, you know, it's, it's very validating and I, it's, it's awesome. It's, like I said, the fuel on my fire. So thank you all so much. Um, all right, let's go around the table. Everybody just, uh, you know, introduce yourself. I know some of you don't really worry about streaming or promoting yourself so much, but at least introduce, <laughs> introduce yourself, let people know your real name. And then introduce your character, read that blurb, let people know about it. Um, and if you do have a Twitter account or Twitch or YouTube, anything to promote, go ahead and do it. Um, also, hey, shout out to uh, Vampire Bites hooking up the players with a plus two. Oh, right. Damn, <laughs> starting them off right. That's crazy. Um, all right, cool. Uh, let's go around the table here. Uh, Torchlight. What's up? 
Or did you have so a certain, I'm, was there a certain order that you needed these to be read in? I know uh, uh, Kevin uh, wrote these, helped write these out with a team. Uh, does it matter, a particular order? Let's just do it all at the end. We'll go through our introductions real quick first. Okay. And we just want to go ahead and introduce us, and then we'll go through the, the character introductions, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, Sounds go good for to it. me. Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. So uh, my name's Evan, and uh, I will be pan- playing Torchlight today. Yeah, he's a rocker boy tech. Uh, and yeah, that's another thing I want to mention, everybody watching. Uh, I set up this one shot with the team, uh, multi-classing. Everybody is a rank four uh, rocker boy, media fixer, or exec. You'll see that uh, listed on, uh, above their name, below their uh, video. And then they're multi- they multi-classed into tech, solo, netrunner, and solo, in which case they're a level two. Um, so yeah, let's keep it going. Kevin? Uh, hi, I'm Kevin. Uh, I am uniquely suited to cyberpunk because uh, I often choose style over substance. And I'll be playing Weaver, the fixer netrunner. Oh, yeah. Katie? Hey, I'm Katie. Um, I'm over on Twitter at KatiePlaysIt. Uh, you'll see me in chat there also. And I am playing Mayhem Molly, the media solo. I'm Howard. I am playing Atticus uh, Maxwell slash Durden. And uh, I have no streams to promote or anything like that. Well, you're in the stream that you're you're now promoting. You're going to be promoting yes, this. Yes, <laughs> I am promoting this stream. This is the this is my 100% focus. Uh, I don't I don't want to dilute that with any other exactly. channel. So, hell yeah, I like that. Um, all right, let's do it. Let's go around. And uh, would you rather uh, us explain uh, to everyone watching about the team and you know the whole splash zone thing and the page and you know, that? Or would you rather go through the individual breakdowns first like you wrote and then discuss the team? What works for you guys? Let's just go for the uh, little intro. Okay, each individual? Yeah, if you want yeah. to start us off, Evan? Yeah, sounds good. Hello, everybody. It's okay. dark. It's the kind of dark you get when you're three months behind on bills and your district is too poor for streetlights. Is there some kind of a scrambled radio ticking in your eardrum? Thump. Thump, thump, thump. That's the musical rhythm of a heavy bag. Our hover cover, our hover camera passes through some shattered stained glass windows and set inside of a rotted steeple, an abandoned church surrounded by a neighborhood of abandoned hope. Drop a few meters. Sharpen that image. Zoom in. Still fuzzy? There we go. Our scene, a former hall of worship that's been converted into some kind of base of operations. In the nearest corner of this abandoned worship hall, it's a large canvas sandbag dangling from a chain attached to the rafters. A pale, possibly anemic face is framed by a faux hawk of raven hair and equally dark dots of chin stubble. His gray eyes are narrowed in the concentration required for the complicated, forceful combinations he is constantly throwing. He goes by torchlight. Our view shifts over to someone near Torchlight. Her speed is unmatched as she unleashes a flurry of kicks and punches that would give even a cyber psychic some pause. When her assault against her unseen foe finally comes to an end, our camera tentatively inches closer towards the woman in the martial stance. Starting at her feet, which we see our bear save for some wrapping to keep her ankles from bending past the breaking point. Our camera pans up to reveal calves with muscle corded like steel cables. As we pan up and pull back, 
we see tight cuffs just under the knees that blossom out into parachute-like joggers for excellent range of motion. At her waist, there is a black belt from whatever martial art we got the pleasure of seeing. Still higher, we see that her torso and arms are covered in a weighted suit. If this is how fast she is with resistance, imagine how fast she can be unchained. Up towards her face, we see blue, glossy, shiny hair and a hexagon powder tattoo. As we look at her jade, wait, purple? Cyan? Her ever-shifting irises, we finally see what she was at war with a second ago. A program being displayed in her eyes, her assailant laying beaten on the ground. She goes by Mayhem Molly. We pull back from Mayhem Molly, her breath coming out in faint puffs before she steals herself and she launches into her fury attacks. furious attacks. We pull back more into the, into the periphery. We see another shape working on a table strewn with junk. Gun parts, air hypo canisters, cans of smash, takeout boxes, you name it. In the center of this pile is a pristine white cloth laid out flat, upon which lays an immaculate pistol with a custom finish. It's disassembled and a hand reaches into the frame to pick up a lit cigarette. We get a better look of the man hunched over his workstation, short hair brushed back, wearing a dark suit that glows from the inside. He moves and looks like a man who hasn't slept in a week. He pulls what looks like a pen out of his breast pocket, raises, his, raises it to his nose, and inhales. His pupils dilate and an extreme focus sets in. His hands begin to move, quickly. He assembles the gun in a matter of seconds and holds it up to catch the light. An iridescent gleam shines along the length of the side, revealing the name The King. He places the pistol back on the cloth. The figure exhales, smoke wafting around the pistol. He lays his head back, feeling the full rush of his high as the camera pulls away. He goes by Atticus. It's quiet now, in this rundown building. No more radio, no more punching bag, no more shadow boxing, feet slapping on the floor. All we hear is a soft tink, 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 thump. Tink, 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 thump. On a mission to find that sound, our camera lands its gaze on the last person in the room. We zero in on a metallic hand, drumming on a metal desk. Our camera goes up, a heavily tattooed arm catching a glimpse of virtuality goggles on the desk to the side. The camera slowly orbits back to the figure at the desk and we see a personal computer with a video ready to play. Okay, everyone, gather around. I got a new one to show you. Everyone makes their way over to the table and takes up a spot to view this clip. The video begins playing. Huge yellow block letters display. Welcome to the Splash Zone. There's flashes of action on the screen along with heavy metal music. We see Torchlight and Mayhem Molly thrown down with some gangsters of every shape and size. We see men and women in business attire, probably the most nefarious of them all, getting pulled from their cars. We see stylized torches spray painted over the side of a two-story building that looks like religious iconography. The video continues, but our camera swings around to get a better look at the man's face. There's hexagon tattoos in his face and neck, white wispy hair on a receding hairline, and his eyes are reflecting in the flashing lights of the video. Our camera orbits back around to see the ending of the highlight reel. A string of words appear over the night city skyline in yellow block letters, street sweepers. And under that, in smaller text, Join our garden site and enter the splash zone as close to the action as you can get without getting wet. The screen goes black and the group is reflected in the dark void. 
A metal hand reaches forward and closes the lid of the laptop, revealing a sticker on its back. It's a single name in venom, green, dripping letters. Weaver. Nice. <laughs> I like those intros. Those are awesome. So let's uh, let's now take it to you know the team as a whole. Um, I think we got the vibe of everybody. Um, and when we get into gameplay, I'm going to dive into that just a little bit. But as the team, you have Team Street Sweep here, Team Splash Zone, um, as it's listed on the stream. So why don't you explain exactly what that is? You guys have a garden page, and as a team here, you guys are running kind of a vigilante group, exposing bad guys, fucking them up, and streaming. So why don't you explain that a bit? Evan, you want to take the reins? Yeah, I can do that. Team Street Sweepers. <laughs> It's an interesting group that is remarkably well complementing of each other in terms of skills. Almost like it's a team that has been built to work together. But the truth is, is that these these four people, they each found each other in a, in a, in a city that has been losing hope. The poorest and weakest have been crying in pain and suffering. And finally, some people have found a reason to answer them. This particular group was started by a person who had a vision. Maybe it was a vision from some kind of powerful being. Perhaps it's a vision that came out of drugs. It was probably drugs. But the truth is, is that for whatever reason, he found a path. And for whatever their reasons, he was joined by people who have a purpose in cleaning the streets of Night City from the scum and those who hurt those who are weak and without other means of protection, those that the law have forgotten. Maybe they'd like to say a little bit about why they have decided to join up with Torchlight. But Torchlight's purpose is purely because he found a, a call and he chose to answer it. Uh, Mayhem Molly's involvement is a little less deep. Um, she does also want to get all the scumbags off the street as much as possible, one at a time, one fist at a time, however it takes. Um, mostly as vengeance for what was done to her, what she lost, and a little bit of payback. Uh, but also, when she started doing it, she realized she was good at it, and she liked it. So she tags along with Torchlight and lets him believe in his cause and helps out with it, but mostly just has fun. Yeah, and uh, Atticus is... He comes from a high-level exec family who have been sending out thugs to just mess with different areas to lower property values, and so they can go in and buy it for cheap. Um, he has been a little disgraced in his family, and uh, he's been relegated to doing grunt work and things that he was not trained to do. And so um, when he saw these vigilantes beating up some thugs uh, that his family had hired, he decided that uh, he wanted to have some fun and maybe uh, take some pot shots at his family's business. Um, so he's trying to be on the down low uh, because he knows his family will happily kill him if they find out, but uh, um, he is... Yeah, he wants to really take it to his family, have some fun because he's bored, and uh, and maybe do some good and help some people and feel a little bit better about himself and 
Yeah. The fact that he has helped hurt a lot of people. Weaver doesn't like to get his hands too dirty, and he feels like pointing the gun that is Torchlight away at his problem is just as effective as solving that itself. Getting into the business end of it, um, he does filming and editing for this team to get more more action, more uh, traction to the garden site to fund their little escapades, their adventures. Yeah, what I what I think would be cool, uh, I don't know, as a team focus or whole, you know, as a team dynamic or whole collectively, um, you know, all of you are, as you said, a vigilante group. You're all obviously focused on trying to clean up the streets, you know, fuck up, get rid of bad guys, expose evil corpse and gangs and things like that, right? And it's all to stream it, to get more subs, make more money, all that. Now, we are multi-classing here, but we're leaning on those first roles. Obviously, they made it all the way to rank four. Um, so what I want to do with the media is, you know, we're still using all the rollability stuff, like you're, you're going to get rumors, things like that, just like a fixer has hookups, exec, you know, has the driver, um, rocker boy has charismatic leadership abilities and stuff but with uh the media aspect what i'd love to do is anytime you guys are going to fuck up a gang fuck up bad guys expose a bad corporation clean up the streets do anything like that you're obviously filming not just for your page but to gather evidence in the same way that the the rollability works for a media where like you want at least one hard piece of evidence to get that plus one to your credibility or whatever um you know believability to your story or exposing the bad guys to, on your page or up to four um, so it does stack so along the way, no matter what you guys are doing as a team, just keep that in mind, that you do have the garden page to maintain, and it does kind of play into the rollability. So you're going to want to, you know, do what you do as a vigilante group, but gather evidence and proof of all this along the way, because you need to post it on the garden page, and, and the more you can kind of back up the reasoning why you guys are fucking people up, the better, right? <laughs> so that'll be the plan. Um, all right, cool. Let's get into it. Uh, so the team, uh, well, let me first uh, get some Sirenscape going. Shout out to Sirenscape once again as our official sponsor here at Cyberpunk Uncensored. Oh, let me bring up the volume. I don't think anybody can hear it in the stream yet. There we go. So yeah, we just have some, some city sounds going as the team's hanging out. Um... And anybody in chat, just let me know if anybody's too loud, too quiet, or any of the sounds from Sirenscape are too much, too little, just let me know. Um, players, obviously, you can adjust your own volume if you're player. Um, it's Friday morning, uh, and the team has gotten together at the abandoned church, uh, church home base in South Knight City. Uh, deep in the combat zone, surrounded by cheap housing complexes. These are stacks on stacks and considered a step down from the mega complexes of Haywood and other overpacked suburbs. Uh, and for roll 20, let me just bring up the Night City map here. So we can kind of rock that. Shout out to writers at Cthulhu. Still using their Night City map. Comes with a key and everything. Love it. Um, so yeah, you're hanging out in your home base. You know it's uh, an abandoned church right there in South Night City on the edge. And like I said, surrounded by uh, housing complexes. This area is always busy with people coming and going of all ages. Today is no different, even in the horrible weather. 
Uh, most people are wearing their slicks and using umbrellas or cover as a blood rainstorm hangs over the city. Uh, and anybody not familiar with blood rain, it's basically a filthy, toxic, thick and uh, red, sticky rain that falls over the sky. Uh, all driving uh, checks have a negative two modifier, um, as well as outdoor perception rolls have a negative one uh, during this blood rain. As I said, it's Friday morning, and the team has been hanging out, discussing potential plans, as you do, uh, things to film for the Splash Zone. Uh, Mayhem, being a media, actually heard some rumors uh, recently that something is supposed to go down right here in South Knight City in your district. Uh, specifics of this actual conversation at this exact moment are very hazy and actually a bit confusing. Um... Everybody give me a resist torture and drugs, DV-13. And yep, that's how we're starting this thing. <laughs> Damn. That's how all the good ones start. Oh, I'm always having a bad day. <laughs> Woo! Which list is that under? Oh, come on. Found it. Okay, yeah, it looks like... Uh, Everyone except for Weaver. Um, so anyways, y'all are hanging out. Things are confusing, like I said. Um, because as you were hanging out, all of a sudden you hear... Like, big explosions. Like a big explosion coming the, from the front of your church. Um, as the entire front of the church explodes inward and just collapses on top of everybody. And Weaver is the only one still conscious. Um, everybody roll a 2d6. Plus two. Um, and this is going to be the, the blunt force damage that you took from any of the rubble coming down and hitting you. Um, armor That's fucking uh, bad. in half rounded up. Low rolls worked out for me that time. Mm. I, I yeah, I just remember your SP is... You know, SP is in half rounded up, um, so account for that. Um, everybody takes that damage from the explosion as the entire front of your church, like I said, explodes in and collapses from some type of explosion out front. Uh, Weaver, you're the only one that, yeah, just like everyone took damage, things collapsed, but you were, you were able to kind of not be knocked unconscious from it, uh, from the, con the concussive explosion and debris. Um, your ears are ringing. You can hear some car alarms going on out in the streets, some you know, people screaming and things. It's very disoriented. You're a little bit dizzy, but you do notice Torch Mayhem and Atticus unconscious, uh, along with Rubble as the whole front of the church has collapsed down. Weaver slowly gets to his feet, putting his hands on his knees, shaking his head, the tinnitus slowly going away. As the dust and rubble clears, he looks around and sees everybody on the ground he quickly runs over torchlight and starts slapping him awake with this metal hand slap slap <laughs> oi chumba come on get up we might be under attack or something and then he moves over to um uh to Atticus and picks his pen out of his pocket and gives him a little a little taste to wake him up. As he's doing that, he yells over at Molly. Come on, big girl. Let's go. Let's go. 
something happening. Yeah, and everybody wakes up uh, as Weaver wakes you up. Everybody's ears are ringing. Uh, like I said, you can hear car alarms, people out front screaming. The entire front of your church has collapsed um, as Weaver's waking you up. What? He's going to take, yeah, take, uh, take stock of the, um, of the situation, see if he can see anything. Yeah, what's everybody else doing? He just woke everybody up. Torchlight's going to, uh, to assume the worst, and he's going to go ahead and start getting his gear together just in case it's necessary uh, for him to do so, to have it ever available. And he's going to make sure that nobody else seems to be in need of immediate medical attention. Holly picks herself up off the ground, looks around, looks at the front of the church, yells out, Who the hell is blowing up my building? Atticus uh, jumps up, pulls out his gun, and starts just waving it everywhere, looking for something to shoot, something to cause this. Who, ha- who who did this? Yeah, everybody give me a perception. On fire tonight. You said this is uh, with uh, minus one on the modifier, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, minus one on the modifier. If you didn't add it in, uh, we can just account for it in the total. No stress. Wow. Awesome rolls. Really good. There you are. Okay, yeah, especially uh, Weaver, Atticus, Torchlight, great uh, perceptions. We'll say uh, Mayhem Molly, um, still a little disoriented. Um, as she's getting up, um, a little bit dizzy. But you can see basically out the front of your church, since there's no front wall anymore, uh, you can see these huge mega stacked housing complexes across the street. You can see her in roll 20 as imagery. But um, yeah, out front, there's uh, looks like half of a car uh, directly in front of your church. Looks like it was pulled up on the sidewalk in front of your church. And the whole half of the car facing the church is completely blown out, charred black. You can see it's still smoking. Um, and it, it looks like that's where the blast force came from. Um, there looks like there's kind of a, a, a spread of destruction from that. Um, even on the back side of it, uh, there's some people laying in the street right by the sidewalk there. Uh, some people screaming, somebody bloody off to the side. Uh, like I said, some car alarms going off, people walking around like, holy shit, and like looking like everyone looks shocked. The moment that Torchlight is able to do so, he's going to dash towards the wounded. Uh, he's going to see the worst, the people that look like they're the worst off, and those are the people he's going to focus on providing first aid to until better medical attention can be provided to them. Okay. Yeah, give me a first aid check, because uh, there's there's a few people fucked up, but there's, uh, there's definitely one woman. It looks like uh, both her legs are completely dismembered, like her whole lower torso got hit by the blast. Uh, she needs some serious stabilizing. Alright, here we go. People are wrapping her up and trying to help. Um, so you got some assistance. Good, yeah, someone's kind of handling it. Uh, turns out you're assisting them, kind of helping wrap wrap up and, you know, cut the circulation so she doesn't bleed out to death. Um, everyone's kind of freaking out. What's, uh... What's Atticus doing? Atticus, um, he... 
does not immediately think of uh, the people in the streets. He is very focused on seeing if there's anybody coming to get them, any, any follow-through. Um, so he probably runs to find some cover and just see if there's anybody that looks suspicious. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're able to, uh, you know, run over either behind a data term or behind some of the rubble onto the side to at least, you know, take a little bit of cover and, and look around. And based on the perceptions you saw before, it's like I described, uh, you don't see any immediate threats. Um, any people that are out there are either wounded or, like, in shock. They were walking by when it happened. Uh, but you don't see anybody, uh, you know, looking like a threat aggressive or coming towards you or anything like that. Uh, what's... Uh, Mayhem doing. She really wants to know who has the audacity to come to her house and start trouble, so she's gonna kind of creep out and check out that van, see if there's anything uh, there that might tell her where it came from. She fully expects it to be unmarked, so she's gonna look anyway. Yeah, give me another perception roll. And what's Weaver doing? Weaver's gonna go with. Um molly and um try a slightly different approach using his demolitions skills to figure out if he this matches anybody's mo okay yeah give me that awesome um yeah you can tell that um this setup looks like it was professionally done um, it doesn't look like it's as sloppy as, like, say, um, you know, a shitty booster gang or just some scavers or a quick pay thing. It looks like it was put together, you know, fairly well. A professional hit or some, something of that sort. Um, you're thinking the caliber of either, like, you know, a corporation, a crime family. It has to be something like that because it was pretty powerful to take down the whole front of your building. Um, and the way that it was on the side of the... You know, the blast came out from the side of the car. It was just, it was pretty tactful, you know? Um, and as far as Mayhem checking it out, um, you're kind of getting the same read on it. Obviously, Weaver is getting more out of it uh, by checking it all out. But, um, yeah, you can obviously tell it was a bomb. It was intentional. It was directional, uh, being that it was the side of the vehicle towards you and kind of pulled up on the sidewalk a bit. Well, everybody, I got some good news and I got some bad news, I think. Bad news is, this was obviously a targeted attempt by somebody with uh, maybe a little bit of clout. Good news is, the building was halfway falling apart anyway, and, uh, you know, no such thing as bad press. I, I bet it's my, my fucking family. Over the radio, Calon. Anyone have Overwatch? Anyone getting to high ground and looking out? Because if, uh, if they were coordinated to hit us, they might have people looking to finish the job. Uh, Rob, I know this is kind of a junky area, but um, being here for quite a while, does um, Weaver know of any uh, cameras or anything stationed around uh, that he could try and tap into? Um, yeah, you can. Uh, you know that some of them, these mega housing complexes typically will have street cams, um, you know, watching their entrances and usually can cover a majority of the street. Um, typically, you know, seeing a security camera would be a DV-17 perception roll. We got the rain. But like you said, this is kind of your neighborhood. You guys have been here months. 
And like we discussed off stream, I do want to explain this to people watching, since the team is a vigilante group uh, within the immediate neighborhood, not the entire South Night City district, but within this little, I don't know, block or two, um, they do have a little bit more of a rep than their normal rep to the rest of the city in that, you know, they try to clean up the streets and do good. So um, so that also comes with things like you just said, a little bit of knowledge to the, to the local area. And yeah, there's security cameras on the buildings across the street, these housing complexes. Okay. Whenever it's his uh, his turn, uh, I don't want to hog it. Uh, he'll head over and see. Yeah. What and, can see. Um, right now, I'm not going to do an. You know, sometimes I'll do initiative just to do turn on role play and stuff like that. But for right now, you know, open table, I might call on people. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? But by all means, if, if you have ideas, you want to interact with each other, talk about this, just uh, you know, get into it. Go for it. Oop, did we lose somebody? Bye-bye, Evan. Evan says, I hate this. You bombed my church. I'm fucking out, dude. I'm out. <laughs> the last draw. Yeah. <laughs> Start me off with a bomb. Fuck. <laughs> All right, good. He's back. Oh, that was not great. Sorry it, about that. I'm glad it wasn't something we said. <laughs> um, we got to get you back on video, though. Do you have... Uh... Yeah, I'll be there. Hey! And we're back, baby. All right. So, yeah, like I was saying, I don't know if you caught what I was saying, but um, I'm not, I, sometimes I'll run initiative during role play things, keep things organized. But for right now, until I feel we need to, uh, I'm just going to keep it kind of open. I might call on individuals at times or whatever. Um, but by all means, like, feel free to role play, talk to each other, play this out, ask me questions. If you need to do roles, otherwise I'll interject. Torchlight's going to, while uh, while people are hearing, uh, or while people are around him and the wounded and whatnot, uh, I'm assuming that we don't have like a whole lot of paramedics on the scene just yet. This is pretty much just people and people who might randomly have first aid skills and paramedic skills. Um, yeah, and you're going... seeing, um, just to give a little bit more info, because you just tapped into something I should mention, uh, you know, it's combat mm -hmm. zone, so you don't have a lot of police presence here. Um, the only way that medics might show up is if one of the handful that actually did get injured has a trauma team uh, subscription or membership and chances are none of these people do like i said this this area these housing stacks this is like a step down from the housing stacks in the packed uh suburbs and stuff so chances are there not a lot of trauma teams going to show up all right so torchlight's going to just like look at the people that are like clearly not hurt or maybe mildly hurt and he's going to immediately try to take control and give them some direction say hey take these people here who seem like they could possibly be stabilized enough to travel like get them out of the area get them to somewhere safer somewhere sh shelter because he is concerned that uh whatever whoever did this is uh potentially going to be bringing some extra pain onto the field and he'd rather get as many people out of the area as he can uh, somewhere safer yeah. um so that so he's going to try and direct some people to, to do that okay yeah we'll say that uh during that while you're kind of taking charge um, some guy comes running from the, you know, out of the crowd uh, from one of the housing complexes. Um, and you recognize him as kind of just a local med tech uh, guy. He runs a little ripper dot down the street maybe. Uh, but he comes running out like a torch light. He sees that you're kind of in charge of what's going on. He's like, holy shit, what happened? Oh, God, people need help. He sees that you're kind of directing. Yeah, yeah it's like, hey, man, bomb went off. Just need to get people out of here. If we can move them, great. If we can't, we'll take care of them and they can, until they can be moved and get them out of here. Uh, okay. He starts kind of yelling at a couple of people that he knows to help him, and they're dragging him off the side, and you 
hear him telling them, like, let's get these people to my, to my clinic, get them down to my dock, let's go. He starts, like, dragging people out, trying to take care of them. Uh, Weaver, I got, uh, I think I got the streets here handled. What's going on? We got eyes anywhere? Haven't jacked in yet. We'll see in a second, I think. Thanks, Oddities. Atticus, what you up to? Alright, so he's been laying low, expecting something, but nothing's happening, so. Um, yeah, I would say, I, I, I would say this, though. Playing into Atticus's uh, personality, him being eh, a bit paranoid, a bit kind of crazy at times when it comes to that, right? Isn't he, uh, uh, you know, due to the drugs and stuff, right? Absolutely. Uh, Maybe this is a hit on Atticus. <laughs> well, I, I like that he was playing the paranoia. Oh, God, probably my family takes cover looking for any danger. You didn't see any danger with that look, but when that med tech came running out at Torchlight to help the situation... Maybe that freak, you know, you're looking at that as maybe someone running out of the crowd. That might have caught you a little fucked up, you know? Yeah, Thinking yeah. someone's attacking. Um, he definitely, I mean, he pulled his gun, or he had his gun out, aimed at anybody who's moving. Um, he fortunately didn't pull the trigger on this guy um, when he saw that he wasn't carrying any weapons. Um, but he was ready to, and he remains ready to pull the trigger on anybody who moves. Maybe a little too fast. Or has something that looks like a weapon in their hand, um, uh, but he is maybe kind of skirting from you know low cover to low cover, um, getting closer to this because he wants to see if there's any indication uh, that this really was his family, um, or if it was just some booster gang that had impressive uh, explosion. Yeah, give me a, a give me deduction if you have that. Um, and I'll even take if you have, uh, and this is your call, any type of business, uh, I wouldn't even take like bureaucracy, but like any type of business role and then give me your deduction. Um, I'll see if I'll add a bonus to that, uh, just kind of breaking down the bomb situation. But while you do that, Weaver, uh, I take it you're heading over to the, the stacks trying to see a system. Yeah, heading over to see if I can, uh, pull any, any data, any video from, uh, however long this uh, car has been here. Yeah, you go over uh, to one of the, the many housing complexes across the street. Uh, the one directly across the street um, is called the Cornerstone. It's a huge building, just like you see in, the, you know, in these images, very similar. Um, and you go in the front lobby, uh, you know that uh, when you enter the front lobby, there's elevators in the back that basically head up a, bu a bunch of vendit machines, you know, for the community and a kibble booth and everything to kind of pitch to the people and sell. Off to the right is kind of the front desk where they have management and housekeeping and stuff like that, um, which is basically this long desk, plexiglassed in, almost reminds you of like... Um, uh, a sort of a uh, uh, bank or something in a really bad neighborhood. You know, it's all like bulletproof glassed in, even at the management desk. But you know, that's where the uh, the, the system typically might be, um, and that's just general knowledge because it's your neighborhood. But you can give me an interface role, and I can give you some more details. Cool. And that's just uh, my number, right? Yeah, your interface plus one d ten. And anybody watching, since we are multi-classing these teams, and they're only on rank two on the second multi-class. I am toning down some of the net running, um, not just because that's what we agreed upon as a team for this one shot, 
um, but because of only being a rank two netrunner. So some of the DBs, certain things are toned down a bit to have it make more sense uh, for the team. I think I, I can't put in the uh, the second class, so there's the just basic role. Yeah, no, that works. That's perfect. Um, yeah, and that's a great role actually. Um, yeah, you can tell there's a system uh, right behind the front desk. Uh, you would have to, you know, be within six meters of it. Um, but the fact it's all shut in with plexiglass and stuff, you would have to get, you know, in behind the the front desk. You'd have to be in the management section to access it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the front desk and see if there's somebody uh, kind of working it. Yeah, as Perhaps you, as I you go know to the, them. Yeah, as you go to the front desk, uh, there's a woman there uh, wearing a manager badge. Um, it says Jenny. And uh, give me a 1D10. Let's do a little rep check, see if you if you know her. And while you do that, uh, Torchlight, uh, the, the medic basically got all the bodies with his friends pulled out they pulled up a, a beater, threw him in a four-door, and headed off to the clinic. They kind of cleaned it up. As they went, he thanked you, and some of the friends and family of some of the victims even stopped and thanked you. Like, most of them know, know you, you know, uh, for the neighborhood. Some didn't, but all of them are thanking you for kind of taking charge, you know. Um, but you got that situation kind of handled. Glad I was able to help. Get to safety. Take care of your family. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you know that this... Uh, uh, Weaver does not does not know her personally, um, but you know that she's been she's she's one of the managers that shifts in. But you've never really interacted with her on a personal level. Okay, that's fine. Uh, he'll go up to her anyway. Uh, you said it was Jenny. Okay. Hey Jenny, uh, I don't think we know each other, but short story, you probably heard the explosion not too long ago right out front. Yeah. They, uh, what was they that? Kind of blew up our building. I don't know who yet. I'm hoping you could help me out. It, it blew up part of our building. My building, across the street, the old church. Oh, oh, you're not a resident. No, I'm sorry. We I've just been so slammed today. So many people. But oh, That's you're okay. you're out of the church yeah. across the street. Yeah, yeah. And you know how it is with the NCPD. They won't uh, really do nothing about uh, anybody here from the combat zone. I'm hoping you can just let me get a peek your camera see if I can find out who maybe uh, left that down there see if we got a trail to follow you mind I mean we're, we're really not supposed to um, I can make it worth your while Jenny you could have a nice drink on the town later eh, give me a pers uh, persuasion and while you do that what's uh, what's mayhem doing uh, Mayor Molly sees Weaver go wandering off to handle this, uh, and Torchlight's kind of working with the medic to handle all of them, and then she notices that Atticus is looking a wee bit twitchy, um, and decides that he is currently the biggest threat on the street. <laughs> I was going to say, went off. he's like this <laughs> with his gun like at everybody, but he's the fucking threat, you know? <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, going to kind of creep over there. Oh, don't forget Atticus. the... Sorry to interrupt. Don't forget the plus twos. Uh, Capricious Nature just rewarded another one. Uh, so players, whenever you want to use those, just add it in your modifier and remind me. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. Thanks, everyone. Uh, creeps on over. Atticus. Let's, uh, let's put that down a little bit. Yeah? yeah, yeah. I think have it's you, okay have, right now. 
Are we sure? Are we sure? How do, how are you sure? Looks around. Nobody is shooting us right now. So I think we have a minute to think about it. Let's try to figure out who we pissed off this time, yeah? Okay. 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 Takes a deep breath. Puts his gun in the holster. Doesn't take his hand off the gun. But it's in the holster for now. Good enough. Alright, let's look around. Okay. Think. What have we what have we done this week? Or last week. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, That's what, a long list. Yeah, and what's a little odd to you just as a team when it comes to what you just said is that you guys have kind of just gotten started in the past months and you know maybe you've cleaned up you know a, a robbing situation or a mugging over there or solved the uh, somebody stole something you solved the crime busted the bag i exposed this or that but nothing major that you can kind of connect to something of this caliber you know something like a huge bomb taking out your building uh, nothing's adding up to, to you guys in the, right away anyways Hey, Weaver, you took a look at the uh, the truck, right? Uh, he's not there right now, but you... No, I'm, this is over the radio communicator. Yeah. Yeah, I, I took a look at the van. Professional job. I'm seeing if I can uh, suss out who left it there. See if we can get an ID or something. Did you happen to see if there was any traces of the bomb? We could determine how this thing was detonated? Like a timer or a remote trigger? I'll give it another look for that specifically, but I didn't see nothing of that sort. Well, oh, it's time. probably a little too hot right now to check anyways. Alright. All I know is it wasn't no, um, no fertilizer bomb or anything. This was, uh, this was a big one. Like, big expensive? Yeah, whoever did this one. Did it for a reason, they got some, uh, some money behind it, I think. Alright. I'm saying, man. No, it is. No, it is. Hey, Mayhem. Why don't you take Atticus somewhere inside the church that's still uh, not falling apart and uh, keep him safe? I think that would be good for everybody. Yeah, you're probably right. Alright. Let's go, Atticus. Uh, Weaver, where are you at? I'll come and join you. Uh... I get it, which probably shouldn't be running around solo out here. I'm at the, the big uh, apartment complex across the street. Alright, cool. I'll be in there in a second. The torchlight's going to go ahead and uh, lightly jog, but he's going to keep a gaze out just to make sure that if anyone seems out of place or unusually well-armed, that he takes note of that. Yes, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, just uh, and actually now people are starting to get back, back to normal like just another day in the combat zone another big bombing you know um, but yeah you head over and Weaver uh, you know the, the manager uh, Jenny she's like ah, you know I really wish I could I mean and, and, I, and, I, and I get it you know you'll hook me up with some eddies I can go get a drink later whatever uh, I, I don't think I want to risk my job over this Danny, I don't mean to uh, 
would be rude of to push, but I don't want to risk my life over this. You understand? No. Somebody gunned for us, and we uh, we would love to find out who, so we can maybe better protect ourselves. And hey, you don't want the bomb to get any closer to your end of the neighborhood next time, huh? I, I know. Um, uh, I'm really t torn on this. Um, and it's then that Torchlight comes in and comes up to Weaver there. Torchlight, you see Weaver uh, talking to Jenny. And when you come up, Jenny notices you. Oh, Torchlight, you're like the neighborhood hero, right? She actually recognizes you. Yes, oh. uh, Torchlight, I. I do what I can. I hope that uh, you weren't outside when everything happened. You're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, you're here because of the bomb? Yeah, this guy said some bomb went off a little while ago. This is a... She looks to you, Weaver. This is kind of like a neighborhood hero guy or whatever. Like, maybe he can help you. Like, she doesn't realize you guys are... Yeah. Actually, this is a this is a partner of mine. This is Weaver. He's uh, he's helps me keep keep keeps the, the area safe for so that people like you, they don't have to worry about being hurt by whatever caused things like that. Uh, I I hope you're helping him if uh, he's asking for any assistance. Oh, I, I didn't know he was with, with you. Uh, I, I mean, and now give me a charismatic impact roll. This will be a DV, uh, DV8. <laughs> Do that plus two. Yeah, don't forget you guys have five, five uh, you know, Six, no. plus twos. <laughs> We'll go ahead and use one of those plus twos. Nice. Uh, you, so a 12. Yeah, had to beat an eight. You got a 10 with a plus two, a 12. Hell yeah, great job. Um, yeah, she's like, I, I don't really. Okay. Uh, she looks at you, Weaver. Do you promise to be quick? I mean, seriously, like get in here, get out. Um, you can use my badge to avoid the black ice in there if you'll just be quick. Um, I'm, I'm doing it for you, Torchlight. I appreciate that. And uh, I'll see if I can maybe get you uh, maybe a custom shot sometime on the Splash Zone. How's that sound? What's your name? Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm Jenny. I'm Jenny. Right here. She shows her badge. Jenny, we'll get you a shout out. You have my word on that. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, yeah, come on in. Come she opens kind of the, si the side door that, to get back behind the plexi, and you can enter the system now, Weaver. Uh, hey. Thanks, Natasha. Uh, Smiles for the follow. Appreciate that. Jump in quick and quiet. Yeah, as you're hopping in the system, what is uh, Mayhem and Atticus doing now? Uh, we took him inside so that he doesn't decide to pull his gun back out. Um, Mayhem's probably looking around to see what can be salvaged. Like, this is where she hangs out. This is basically her home for the time being, so she's pretty not happy. Oh yeah. Someone just wrecked it. I would uh, say um, leaning into what's wrecked, I, like you tell me uh, since that's one thing you know I we talked about off stream we should mention for people watching is that you know current living situations everybody has their own place except for Mayhem and Torchlight have been staying at the church uh, for the time being. That's not to say in the future everyone doesn't build it up and stay there as a home base. Um, you know this is an ongoing one shot. To, the team will progress you know. But um but yeah, I think uh, if the whole front of the church collapsed, I imagine that's kind of where, you know, in a traditional church where you would see pews and stuff, you know, leading up to the front. However, however, you guys might have set it up different. I would imagine maybe you wouldn't be all directly up in the front, maybe somewhere towards the back or center where some of the rubble hit you, um, but maybe didn't destroy all your things. 
We'll even imagine a church with side rooms or back rooms, like the priest post, you know, uh, where priest quarters might be, um, where you guys might have made bunks in a room where you keep your things. I mean, you, you tell me. I'm open to suggestions. Uh, yeah, I imagine, uh, like, personal effects, like where she sleeps and stuff, would have been a little further back, uh, just because you don't want it to be right there. Somebody comes in the front door. Uh, so I think probably most of her stuff is still intact, maybe a little dusty. But she's mostly just picking through stuff and cursing under her breath about, is this, why is this happening? Uh, letting out a little bit of steam, probably throwing some stuff. Oh yeah, and everything is with Atticus. It's covered in filth and dust and rubble. <laughs> Even the things in the back are covered in dust from this. Uh, what's Atticus doing as Mayhem's going through everything? Uh, so he, first he'll grab his the helmet he uses when he's out, you know, sweeping the streets. Um, he's expecting something. He was unmasked before, uh, which he doesn't like. Uh, and then he'll start just coming through looking for uh, anybody's stuff of either weavers or torchlight um, that they could use the the adrenaline is, is starting to abate a little bit and so he's calmer heads are starting to prevail uh, although he's still got a good amount of synth coke in the system and uh, yeah so he's he's just looking for whatever personal effects are uh in range that could be used by Atticus and Weaver, and uh, actually he'll reach out to them over the the comms. Say, "Hey, uh, Torchlight Weaver, you need anything uh, from the church?" Let's see if my gear is uh, intact. I hope so, but I didn't like put it away all uh, locked tight last time. That looks good to me. That's... We need this is serious sweeping, but uh, I guess that's what we do, right? This won't actually come as much of a surprise to Atticus because Torchlight lives almost entirely out of a backpack that he calls his battle backpack. It's a modified carry-all. Um, the only thing he has in the church that is not in that backpack are his like extra clothes. So he responds with, nope, got enough time to put on the backpack, uh, so uh, I'm good. Uh, don't don't put yourself at risk for any of my clothes. I can always replace those. I can't replace you, Atticus. Works for me. Thanks for looking out, buddy. Yeah, and Atticus and Mayhem each give me a perception roll. And Weaver, you get over into you know behind the plexiglass into the system. Uh, give me a give me your interface roll. Sorry. Okay, I'll use a uh, plus two also. Thanks, okay. chat. Nice. Um, yeah, you can see that uh, it's it's a three level system. Uh, the top level is the password, uh, password six. Second level is a control node six. Third level is a file ID six. On the second level, uh, there is a wisp, um, but the girl, being a fan, gave you her employee badge that also digitally uh, makes it look like you're an employee, so it, it shouldn't attack you. Just creep on by. Yeah. 
see if I can find the nodes for uh, cameras. I won't do any probing or um, looking at uh, unmentionables. <laughs> yeah, you uh, uh, just to streamline with that that search. That was enough. You get past the password. You're looking at it. You, you can either be on the second level where this wisp is just chilling, actually not attacking you. It's kind of creepy. Uh, you can access that control node, or you can drop down to the third level and access the file. Um, he'll go for the file just to download it real quick, and um, uh, and then cloak to get out uh, to make it look like he was never even there. Okay. And yeah. then he'll activate some of his buffs and stuff like that, but we can just breeze past Okay, so you want to go down to third level and just copy the, the whole file? Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you, can you pick and choose um, uh, that you only care about um, uh, cameras? Or yeah, I mean, typically uh, you give me your interface uh, to access the, to ID the file. And you just got to be okay. to six. And I think uh, ID, I think I have the cyber... And again, chat, I'm streamlining some of the net running during this one shot um, so we don't get bogged down in that too much as per uh, team request. Um, we're going to uh, uh, kind of streamline some of the net running. He's also only rank 2 on net running because of the multi-classing, so um, we're keeping things a little bit basic. Awesome, yeah, you access the file and you're looking at a file where the cam footage is dumped, the live cam feed dumps and saves to. Um, there's also a file that says employee log, um, uh, uh, resident log, and employee schedule. Perfect. Only care about cameras, and I won't even look at it there. Um, gonna just bounce and uh, cloak and look at it um, on my own time. Don't want to get Jenny in trouble. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you grab the file. Give me your interface. This is you making the little cloak before you dip out and back over to a torchlight. What are you doing while you see Weaver kind of fucking around in AI, you know? <laughs> oh, are you muted? Yep, I am. Uh, it's I'm hard to tell to, with, that, uh... with that mask. I was like waiting and then I saw you going like, I, was, like, I think he's talking. <laughs> yeah, no, right? a little hard to see. Um, is it possible for me to, while Weaver's doing his thing, and I'm pretty much useless uh, at that, uh, am I able to keep an eye on the uh, the church across the street by, like, say, just, like, peeking my head out the door? Yeah, you can stand by the yeah. big front glass doors, plexiglass. Uh, and you yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm also going to make idle conversation with Jenny to make it make her feel like, you know, she's a fan and appreciated as a fan and uh, want her to feel safe. Uh, and also, while she's focused on her fan, she is not bothering Weaver, and that, that is ideal. Yeah, she, uh, uh, do that little bit of conversation and banter with her, it kind of comes out that she doesn't know the current team. You filled her in on the garden page and that. She was excited to, like, get a shout-out that she knew about Torchlight prior uh, to teaming up. She heard some rumors and things of, you know, Torchlight, Night City, sort of modern-day superhero or whatever, so she was excited that you were there. Um, but also give me a perception as you're kind of checking out the church from across the street. Do that. Uh, Ooh. Perception. What's that bottom uh, 1d10 there, Weaver? Well, I rolled a 10, so I created... So I oh, I see you said, yeah, because you're manually rolling. It. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's and great. I'm, that's using, I'm using eraser also, so uh, that's why the plus 4 steps 2. 
Hell yeah. Good job. I'm hot tonight. Yeah, those are good rolls. Um, <laughs> awesome perception for Torchlight too. And back over to the church. Um, Atticus and Mayhem, while you're going through everything, you did a little perception looking. You don't notice anything out of the normal other than all the rubble. You're kind of trying to gather your things, dusting things off. You're talking to the team on the radio. But Torchlight, when you look over to the church, you can see kind of down the alley, down the side of the church where some of the rubble went in, kind of back to the living quarters where, where maybe Mayhem keeps her stuff and maybe you guys store things if you store things. Um, you can see what looks like some type of like... Um, I don't want to say a homeless guy, but like a, a thug, maybe not maybe not of caliber of booster gang. He's not wearing colors and stuff, but he's not wearing like scaver, scrap street clothing. He's probably just a local thug, like think he's badass. Um, but you see him kind of actually like looking around and creeping, creeping in through the rubble into the church. You see him kind of like looking at Mayhem and Atticus. They don't notice him with those perception checks, kind of like weaves past them and you see him kind of like going through personal items in the back room like he's taking advantage of the fact that the rubble caved in and he can maybe just steal some things so I'm gonna go ahead and just simply say Weaver I got a bug on a wall to deal with uh, let me know if you have any problems and I'm gonna go ahead and excuse myself from Jenny lightly jog over and I'm just gonna say hey Mayhem you got a cockroach in the storage room too and I kind of indicate like which room it is so she knows uh, turn around and look and try to spot this, this cockroach problem that I've got now yeah the second you turn around you see this guy kind of going through your bag of stuff and he stops and oh shit <laughs> like he realizes that like now oh, Torchlight and Mayhem both notice him and you guys kind of intimidating especially to someone like this that's obviously not an edge runner by any means he's just frozen yell out at him, uh, you have two seconds to get the hell out of here <laughs> do i live here this isn't my place uh <laughs> kind of like scoots off out of the uh, the alleyway and just like runs off almost falling down getting back up looking back oh shit see him running off and i'm like not worth it. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Yeah, I'll Weaver, go ahead and I'll go... What was that? No, I was just going to say, and while you're doing that, Weaver, you're able to drop the cloak, grab that file, and head out if you want. You kind of were able to finish that, unless there was anything else you wanted to do over there. That way I can get you back to the team now. Yeah, no heading back so I can plug it into a laptop to help viewing and um, see what we can see, or if we can see anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get back, uh, gather up with everyone, kind of find the least dusty spot of the church and the rubble, and uh, post up, drop the file in, check out the camera footage, and you basically see uh, the past few days, it seems like uh, this, this file recycles footage every few days based on space, um, but all the footage is just... 24 hours a day flowing. You can see the whole front of the street. It's kind of like fisheye lens. You can see the whole front door of the cornerstone building all the way across. You see the church. Um, but then through that footage, you, you, you scroll forward to the time to get to now. And um, and all of a sudden, it just kind of skips. It goes from, like, you know, your normal church out front. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of goes to the church in rubble with this half vehicle 
um, there, it's very obvious that someone has deleted uh, footage or done something like that. Take a look, everyone. See, I told you we were dealing with something, uh, hopefully, not too over our pay grade. Somebody already got to the footage and erased that. Yeah, you know what I've been saying. I didn't notice anything in, uh, in there about anybody uh, who left a trace before me. And give me a interface check. Give me another interface roll. Oops, that's a glitch. I was thinking about this. So they deleted the footage, but they would have had to had access to the node to delete the footage, right? Or oh, the camera could have been turned off. Yeah, with that with that check, you can tell Weaver that uh, in this file, someone has placed some type of virus and cloak or something um, that deleted this footage. Uh, maybe it was set on a on a schedule or something. Um, but with that rule, you're not getting enough detail. You, you know, you're not able to uncloak it and see the Netrunner's info to see who it is. But you know a Netrunner was in there, did some type of virus or thing that made the footage delete or stop recording at that time. Okay, we got a cold trail here. But they at least um, had somebody in here before us. And we were pretty quick. But they would access it directly, right? From that node. Ah, oh, they could have been anywhere in the in the building, I think. They would have to be in that yeah, they would have to be in that system. They would have to be uh there. Alright. Well in that case, I guess the only other option we got is to talk to the cameras that can't be deleted. You're gonna go have a conversation with Jenny again? No, no, no. I'm gonna go ahead and, uh. Shoot. Prize of all milled out with a question them beforehand. I guess I can go ahead and see if there's anyone out there that might have saw what happened. Maybe saw who parked it. Um. Yeah, people are coming and going. You're not seeing anybody that was there earlier. Um. I'll say, you know, if you stop and ask some people. Most people are just like, huh? What? I, I don't know. I have nothing to do with that. Most people are kind of staying out of it. If anybody does ask, like, yeah, I heard that. That's what that was? Holy shit. Like, you're not getting any good leads on that. Um, but I do want to remind you, or maybe not remind you, but maybe Mayhem remembers that, you know, before the explosion, the haziness of her memory of the morning, it's obviously cloudy as fuck, but you do remember uh, catching some rumors over the past day that something was supposed to go down today in South Knight City. So you did catch a rumor from one of your contacts. And uh, Weaver is multi-class. He's a fixer, which also has contacts and hookups to, like, neighborhood info and stuff. So just uh, not to meta game too much, but I do want to remind the multi-classing and, you know, the, the hookups and ways that you can find rumors or get information from the street if it's not working for Torchlight. I think that uh, if, if we want to go ahead and bug the crowd... Uh, hey, Mayhem, if you want to write up some kind of like, uh, kind of like post quest, hey, if anyone knows anything and they would like to get a shout out, maybe some, uh, custom torchlight artwork, 
um, over a bad guy with a shout out on Slash Zone. Um, we can make that happen. If you want to see if that can dig up anything, uh, you know, and I will definitely appeal to my fans to come up with any any leads that they might be able to do. Yeah, we can follow up on some stuff. I didn't even put it together until just now, but someone was talking about something going down today. Looks like we found it. Yes, so. Yay. Hey, this is good news. This means that we are truly a threat to the, the worst. Everyone's saying it's good news. This is not good fucking news. This is great Look news. At Look at it. Look at it. Just like kind of grabs his face and like scooches his head over to the blown up front. Like, this is not good news. You know what? He starts going through his uh, battle backpack, pulls out some spray cans. I will turn this into good news. Weaver will get out his uh, camera and uh, start filming. So Torchlight is going to go ahead and start trying to figure out a way to like put up a big old canvas in these gaping wounds of the church and start spray painting like a message of hope saying, this light will not go out. This light will be forever. Hey Ham, while he working on that, why don't you see if those uh, birdies you heard earlier would sing? Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'll go see what I can find as well, but might as well get this for the next uh, video, huh? Don't point that thing at me. Hey guys, look at my awesome artwork! Isn't it great? Guys? <laughs> guys? <laughs> Molly's already like fishing through a little black book or whatever to see who she can yeah. call or email or reach out to. Yeah, Torchlight gets the the message up there, and you know, a couple people walking by actually look and smile and nod like uh, they appreciate that message of hope uh, in in the combat zone during this chaotic moment in time. But um, but yeah, uh, mayhem. You're remembering, you know, you've got you've got to hook up uh, to a local guy, uh, just kind of a, a, a guy on the street. We'll say um, he's a guy that one of the the few that you get hit up for rumors. Um, he goes by Gunther. Um, he's just a little guy, um, kind of just chills on, on the corner of Alameda and Sixth Street. But um, you usually stop in there to get rumors. Sometimes he'll call you. Um, we can even see, say, Weaver uh, being a fixer. We can combine these, you know, uh, rank four fixer. Maybe this is considered kind of a, a, a street guy or something um, that you have a connection to. I don't want to say, like, local honcho because he's not, like, big time or anything like that. Um, but he does get word on the street that you got your guy Gunther. Uh, usually you don't call him or anything. Usually just kind of roll up to Alameda and 6th and chat with him. Usually is just leaning up on the on the wall at the street there. Alright, that works. Uh, Mayhem Molly has a little steam to blow off anyway, so Lock will be good for her. Torchlight's morale boost. She's just not ready for it yet. And Atticus has uh, Gerald, I think Jerry, yeah. uh, his driver, that kind of helps you guys out. Um, little family company vehicle. He actually, um, so he calls up Jerry, and uh, just uh, 
wants to see if Jared has been tipped off to anything about to happen. Um, and maybe if this was set up by the family, they would have told him to stay away or something along those lines. So he's like, hey, Jerry, uh, you hear anything about uh, avoiding this part of town or anything along those lines? Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I picture Jerry being a family driver for the family court, maybe an older guy. Maybe sometimes you even look look at him like a like an old uncle or something. You know, he's almost like family in himself, you know, but an older guy, much older. Um, but he answers back, no, no. Young Atticus, no, I haven't heard anything. Nothing from the family. Did you need a ride or something? I'm, I'm, I'm still standing by nearby. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we may need a ride soon. Well, I'll give you a call as soon as we do, okay? Uh, very well, yeah, just, uh, I'll, I'll be here. I'm ready. What do you need, sir? All right, thank you, Jerry. He hangs up. Yeah, he's ready whenever you guys do need a ride. He's there to give a ride. Um, but what's Weaver doing? You know, uh, Mayhem mentioned uh, possibly hitting up Gunther, seeing uh, maybe what he heard since he said something might be going down in South Night City. Um, Atticus, you heard uh, talking to uh, Jerry, the family driver. What's Weaver uh, doing? Af- after um, getting a couple of photo ops with um, uh, Torchlight and getting... Uh, couple of clips that might be usable for um, the next uh, highlight reel. He'll um, head with uh, Molly maybe uh, a few minutes behind. He could probably catch up to her uh, before she gets there. She's not walking fast. She's uh, still just kind of fuming a little bit as she goes. Yeah, and it's, it's a few blocks down anyways. You know, it's a bit of a distance. You know, it'll take you a while to walk there. Um, is everybody going together, or is it just Mayhem and Weaver? Atticus will definitely take, tag along. He uh, doesn't know what to do with himself here, and he's feeling a little anxious. Watch light. The group's moving out. Why don't you come with? The dust hasn't even settled yet, man. Why don't we uh, take a walk? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's let's go out and uh, be amongst the people and show them that we're still strong and unharmed by this active villainy. Yeah, that. Yeah, and you do that. You uh, you, you walk several blocks. Uh, your group isn't, you know, just at face value. Doesn't look like you know a group you want to fuck with. So you don't really get messed with that much. Um, you're lucky to not come across any crazy booster gangs and things and. Um, this being kind of your, your couple blocks initially, uh, you know, the people that do recognize you give you respect and say hi. Um, but you make your way all the way down to 6th and Alameda, um, and you, you, you see the corner of that street where there's like a little kibble cart set up. Um, that's usually where Gunther hangs out. Next to the kibble cart and some guy just selling off these little hot kibble plates um, is Gunther. He's leaning up against the wall. Looks like he's just messing with his agent. Um, he's just a little guy. It can't be any more than 5 feet tall. Um, just super small, wears a, a, a long leather trench coat that almost drags the floor. Um, he has short, spiky white hair, wears uh, dark glasses, um, very pale. Um, but you see him just leaned up against the wall, fucking with his agent. Hey, Gunther. Oh, Mayhem. Hello, Weaver. Nice to see you. 
He goes back to his agent. Down there. Yes, yeah. Down there. Focus, man. Hey, you told me that uh, you had heard that something was going to happen today. Did you hear what happened? Oh, yes, I heard. The, uh, the, the big explosion, I think maybe that was the rumor. Can you tell me what else you heard about it? I just hear that there's going to be some something go down in South Night City. I don't know. Maybe that is, is the explosion. Good to hear it from. He was talking about it. Just the, the streets speak. Look, man. That was my house. They blew up. I got some bones to pick. So anything you can tell me about any of it? So this this rumor really is very direct. It. Yeah, give me a, uh, you can give me a conversation. Um, you can give me a conversation or a persuasion. I'll let you choose um, which will work better, but that. it's not like you're really exactly. lying to him, you know? You're just kind of talking, We're so I prefer a conversation. That. Cool. <clears throat> uh, Molly's not good at conversing with people on a not cool level. <laughs> uh, Molly's very bad at it, in fact. There's still plus two. Uh, that you can use too. Just to remind you. It sounded um, good to me. It sounded good to you. Okay. Uh, how do I modify? Yeah, modify. I did want to use a plus. It's gonna be a ten. Uh, it, it, just I hear from the street side. I don't. No, you know, do not too much details. I mean, I'm very sorry that that happened to your place, but uh, I, you know, Gunther had nothing to do with it. I just hear rumors, you know. All right. If you hear anything else about it, will you let me know? Yes, I can let you know. Um, can I see if he's withholding anything? Um, yeah, give me a human perception. Or like just watching quietly. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a good read on him. Um, you can't tell either way if he's holding something back uh, or not. You can't tell with that. Torchlight just kind of like walks over to Mayhem Molly and like makes eye contact like whether or not he he's like basically looking for a an indicator he should try talking himself oh Molly just looks like she has given up hope well that really doesn't make Torchlight happy so he does step forward <laughs> I'm sorry uh Gunther am I correct yes Gunther uh I'm Torchlight. Uh, Torchlight extends his hand. I am a. I'm one who is trying to assist with keeping this place safe for people like you and for other residents, such as the ones that were injured in the explosion that occurred. Now I can understand how knowing such delicate information could perhaps make you feel endangered. So you have my personal assurance that anything you tell us will be kept between us, and we would be absolutely grateful. If you could share any details that you might have regarding what occurred. Uh, can I make a persuasion roll on this? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, and it looks like you got a, another plus two. I would say use them. It seems like chat is really supportive of the team. Otherwise, <laughs> Thank you for the plus twos. We appreciate like, it, guys. Yeah, you can have like a hundred points in plus twos to use. I don't... You have so many. Just start using I will, them. <laughs> I will use them for sure. Yeah. So... I oh, will take... I guess I got a 23. That was one. That was all you. You did that for me. And you, wait, and you have a negative one modifier. How is that? Oh, well, I and still, still have still the... Got, the I still have the uh, the wow. night the night low light mark, so I guess that's actually a you don't twenty-four. Need it. Don't <laughs> even need it with that, uh, you know, with crit success. But you say all that in Gunther, you see as his mood kind of change. Um, all of a sudden, he's less like kind of standoffish and just cut and dry, and more like, oh, well, uh, okay, okay, well, maybe uh, you, you, I tell you, you you look like very capable of maybe. Uh, bit of a superhero or something with the mask and everything, but you protect the Gunther, I you promise. You yeah, promise. you have my word. Okay, well, okay. You, you have all our word. We'll hear, keep you safe. You don't hear from Gunther, but I, I do know that there's a Netrunner. He was hired to delete some footage and camera. Has to do with incident same day. I connect dots, I think same incident. His name is Circuit. And he lives in the Cornerstone building. That's all I know. And it's nearby. It's in your neighborhood. So maybe he, he can know something. Circuit, you said? He goes by Circuit. And how would we recognize him? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just know Netrunner named Circuit. He lives in Cornerstone oh, building. Met. I don't know him. I, I'm just passing on info from streets. The streets Got talk. It. I Gunther, listen. Oh, well, thank you very much, Gunther. Circuit, that's something for us to go on and... At any given time, you need me. You just go to our garden patch. You let me know. Give us a give us a notice. We'll take care of you. Okay. We'll make sure you stay safe. We we'll look out for you. A Gunther will hold you to that. You see him kind of take down the info in his agent. Perfect. All right. Uh, we got a name to work with. Weaver. That name mean anything to you? I don't know if it uh, rings a bell, but. I feel uh, like an idiot. Give me I give up all the opportunity to uh, take all the info from the Cornerstone already. <laughs> I won't have to ask again. Yeah, you were kind of in and out of that system really quick. But um, but give me a 1d10, just a little rep check. I use a plus two on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> on anything. Make him, make him, make him awesome. Man, <laughs> make it, make it worth it. And it would actually be a negative two when it comes to rep checks. Um, oh, apologies. But yeah, uh, you've actually you've heard of Circuit. Um, whether you let Gunther, you know, you, re you reacted when Gunther dropped the name in inside, it clicked in your brain like I know Circuit. Like he's a local net runner. He lives in the corner store building across the street. I mean, you don't know him personally, but just being in the neighborhood and being an edge runner, you kind of know the. That go to be hired people around other edge runners and people that can possibly be hired to do things, and he's like that. He's just a low-level net runner, um, lives in the Cornerstone building. That's about all you know about him. Um, but but you do know that he lives there, um, gets hired to do gigs and stuff. Well, we could try and um, contact him, maybe set up a meeting, tempt him with a job. That's your is that your opinion the best way to approach this? 
Well, I don't know exactly where he is in the building and man, there's maybe 400 places he could be. Easier maybe to draw him out. Can't know it's us though. Nah, we use uh, a different name or something. Not gonna contact him as uh, Torchlight and the boys. Got it. Uh, in that case, I will switch to my other phase <laughs> we need to go. Yeah, let's find some uh, some dark alley. We'll see if we can lure him there, huh? Seems like a good idea. Um, Rob, is Weaver able to find any kind of contact information or screen uh, kind of thing to target um, him? to see if we could hire him directly. Yeah, give me, uh, this is super easy, uh, library search, you know? Agent gives you a plus two, uh, you can jack into a data term, um, and it's not gonna be difficult. He's an, he's an edge runner for hire. Um, so unless you crit fail on this, um, should be fairly easy. And honestly, everyone can give me that roll. Um, I crit failed. You son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> uh. I was hot. Oh, by him. It's funny. He got scared about the uh, library search. He hasn't been in the library in a very long time. He did. Yeah. Plus two for and so I got a 12. Nice. Yeah, Weaver does not give good library. <laughs> um, oh, we oh, lost yeah, seven again. I'm in a library. What? No, I'm still here. The heck? That was weird. Okay. You can still hear I us don't... though, right? I, yeah, I never lost it, even oh, though okay. that I got disconnected. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, out of all those roles, I mean, Mayhem got the best. Um, everyone's kind of searching around. You're not finding him too much. And we're going to say this because it is easy to find Edward for hire. It's because he is low level. He's just not, you know, as experienced. Maybe he's not out on all the boards and he's done it. But, but Mayhem, the media background in you kind of, uh, you're really good at digging for... Uh, evidence and information and stuff, but you track him down. Circuit, uh, you know, he has a page for hire. Um, he's willing to meet anywhere uh, for a gig. He just, you know, there's a whole contact form where you basically present a gig, um, how much you want to hire him for, and stuff like that, and uh, drop your info, and then he sets up a meeting. All right, guys, I found him. What do we want to tell him? Put you out of together something convincing yeah we just got uh, keep it kind of vague I think so uh, you know say uh, erase some data somewhere and um, here's a hundred EVs up front and 500 for the rest of the job when it's all done give him a little bit of incentive huh what face do you want me to wear when we actually meet him Whatever, you don't even have to be there. Or you could be hiding in the shadows. Alright, I'll, I'll keep an eye out from the dark. Seems reasonable. I won't be showing my face. Probably shouldn't be four people there when he shows up anyhow. Okay, I think I know a uh, an alleyway that not a lot of traffic goes through. And uh, Rob, um, we will send off uh, basically an ad to him that says, um, uh, 
hot, quick money um, meeting is going to be, uh, you know, at 128 Fake Street and um, come down the end of the alleyway and uh, meet up for 500 EBs uh, done tonight. Um, yeah, you, it doesn't even take but minutes. You get a reply back um, from this message. Um, and it just basically uh, says, always ready to be hired, always open for a gig. Um, meet me here. It's right near that alley. And it's an address to a cafe. Um, and it even has like a line like, you know, I meet in public places on first meetings. Okay. Oh, thanks, Ward Daniels, for gifting out the sub and stuff. Appreciate that. But yeah, so you get the message. So basically, it seems like he's apprehensive at meeting in a dark alley. And he suggests a nearby cafe. Not dumb. Give him that. Okay, why don't you three um, just go find a nice uh, corner in the cafe. Get there a little early. And um, I guess I can be the client. Alright. Sounds good. How about I keep an eye out across the street? Just in case uh, it looks like you have friendlies coming in on you. That's not a bad idea, man. If there's a sh relatively small building across the street from uh, the cafe, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get onto the roof of that using my grapple gun because every superhero needs a grapple gun. Nice. That's right. Yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, you get set up. What, yeah, everybody tell me how they're set up. You basically get to this cafe, um, and it's just a small, uh, you know, 24-hour cafe in the middle of the combat zone. has, you know, bars on the windows and stuff. Very, you know, low-quality uh, cafe, but it's there for the, for the locals, you know? Uh, but, yeah, everyone tell me, you know, where you want to go in and sit or post up or what you're doing. Mayhem Ollie wants to sit uh, kind of in a corner closer to the door um, in a spot where if he tries to bolt, she can jump up and grab him. Um, probably have Atticus there also. Uh, tries to talk him into buying her a coffee because she's got no money. <laughs> yeah, all right, Always happy to treat a lovely lady. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so mostly just going to keep an eye on Weaver and his friend and be ready to grab any bolters. All right. Yeah, everybody posts up the way that they said and where they want as you're in the cafe. And you can hear people kind of eating, drinking, hanging out. It's a busy cafe. And... Uh, and yeah, you post up. It's not long uh, after the time that you designated to meet um, that this skinny guy walks in kind of fitting the description and the picture from his to hire page. Um, you can recognize him as Circuit. Um, real skinny, wearing like, you know, skinny jeans, skinny shirt. Everything is skinny on this guy and tight. Um, lots of neon colors. Um, and it looks like he's got a uh, virtual virtuality goggles um, just kind of posted up on his forehead. I mean, just obvious, all about Netrunner, very tech-like. Uh, and he just kind of enters the cafe, and he's just kind of like looking around. You see him just kind of panning all the tables. He sees you, and he comes over and sits down. He's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, you're my meeting for the the hire, right?" Yeah. Could you circuit? Yeah, circuit. My name is Weaver. And uh, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a little bit different. 
of a job than I think you're used to. You see, uh, take a seat, please. Okay. Uh, you need to... Um, I understand. Listen, I understand how it is in nice city. Jobs are hard to come by. And sometimes you might pick a job that uh, you didn't exactly know what you were signing up for. You're just there for the EBs. Apparently, you need to eat a little more after all. And, <laughs> Honestly, uh, that, that sounds like every job I, I, I get. <laughs> yeah, so I'm here offering you some quick, easy money. I just need to know who hired you to uh, erase some data uh, not too long ago. Look, uh, uh, you know, client confidentiality and stuff. Like, I thought this was like a gig. You need me to do some net running and stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not an information guy, and I don't, you know, give up past clients. I'm sure you can respect that. I'm sure I can. And I also know that I'm not going to be under somebody's boot later because you won't give me a name. What? Uh, hey, look, I, he'll I didn't... Kind of, uh, he'll kind of reveal a hidden uh, pistol in his... Uh, in his jacket. Give me a persuasion. I'll use a plus two for this. <laughs> I think you guys got some. <laughs> I feel like with all the plus twos, we can just there now assume you've won Cyberpunk and the game's over. <laughs> um, you have so much help from chat. It's uh... These modifiers are great. Pretty right. sure there was like a plus 30 that they gave us. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to use that to beat the game, uh, GM, please. Uh, Can I yeah. just use this plus 40 yeah. to uh, figure out the clues? Hey, that was a great roll, even without a plus two. I mean, just what it is. Amazing, because that was crit success. But yeah, the second you flash the gun, he's like, he's like, look, I know. Hey, uh, come on. Hey, look, man, I uh, I just do jobs. People hire me. I don't take it personal. If something happened to you, believe me, I it's not me. I, I don't do, uh, you know, like, like I'm in a system. That's it. Like I drop programs. I get files. That's it. Put that away. Don't you don't need to no violence, man. It's cool. About some of these files. Did you uh take a copy before you erased it? I went in there after you, I assume. Oh you're 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 telling them about the cornerstone system and stuff or showing them the files or what okay. Uh I thought he got the picture. Oh okay. Well, you know he does lots of gigs. Give me a human perception now. Alright. I um, mean, everybody can give me a human perception uh, that since everybody has visuals on this conversation right now. Personally, just keeping an eye out with uh, binoculars from across the street, but I'm not sure he'd be able to see the dude's uh, face yeah, very yeah. well. <laughs> That's true. Um, you can give me a general perception, though. Okay. Everybody else human. Okay. Um, yeah, Weaver, uh, no one else... Uh, Mayhem, Atticus, you're not getting a good read on this guy. You can tell the conversation just got serious. You kind of, maybe you picked up on Weaver, said or did something. You didn't really see what he did when he flashed the gun, but you know, something was said that the conversation looks like it got serious. But Weaver, um, you see just, you know, complete change in his face um, when you showed the files and mentioned the system and, you know, what was he doing in there. Like, all of a sudden, like, you see, like, I'm fucking busted. Like, this dude knows, like, a job that I did. Like, he realizes that you know that he did a, this job or whatever. Um, he's like, whoa, uh, yeah, look, man, I, I was just hired to drop a virus. Uh, this was, like, like day before yesterday I had to drop a virus in the system to delete 
that cam footage on wait what's today like today like just not too long ago that's when i programmed it for but yeah that's that's i just programmed to delete some footage i mean what what does that have to do with you it's like some it's it's in my well honestly it's in my housing building like what the fuck i don't worry about what it has to do with me but that might be the exact path that we're going after. I just need a little more for you. And we could pay you that uh, EVs that uh, you were hired for. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, and between, you know, the threats and now offering money, uh, you know, he's he's pretty cooperative. You can see his face. He's like, oh, yeah, look, just put this to us. Look, I... I don't know what that had to do with. I just set up the program to delete the camera footage. That was it. Um, I was hired. Uh, I, I was hired by Blake over by from the Sixth Street. Uh, you know, he paid me a thousand eddies. Set up the virus. It deletes the footage uh, on that date today. And that yeah, was it. That was it. That was it. I didn't. You know. Okay. I didn't hurt anybody, man. It just some camera footage got deleted. Yeah, no big deal. And it looks like you got a little bonus on that deal after all. The payment will be coming through at some point later. If uh, if it all checks out, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, just... Come on, man. Like, you know, you, you kind of threaten this out of me and shit. Can you at least not tell Sixth Street that I told you that, that you know, he fucking hired me, that Blake hired me and... Of course, that's bad business. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> At least that, you know. He'll throw down like uh, five eddies on the uh, on the table. Say, eat a sandwich, man, and leave. Uh, all right. Yeah. Thanks. He looks around, grabs the money. After he after uh, Weaver leaves, by the way, Torchlight keeps an eye on him with binoculars just in case he like grabs his nage and makes a call or anything like that. Yeah, what you've oh, yeah, noticed is watching. Yeah, I was gonna say what when all that conversation was going on. One thing that you noticed is, uh, you know, very normal. Uh, it doesn't seem like he came with backup. There was nobody waiting outside. No one kind of following him. Uh, you know, after uh, a Weaver gets up and leaves, you know, he, he took the money on the table, put it in his pocket, and you just see him sitting there and like shaking his head like he's thinking and stuff, but, like, he doesn't get on his agent or anything. Just kind of dumbfounded. Over the uh, radio communicated, and uh, it's like, uh, it's like you did a good job there, Weaver. Don't know what you got, but sure you'll give us the info. Uh, I got a uh, name. That's good. In that case, why don't we get the heck out of there and uh, meet somewhere? Uh, I happen to know a dark alley about, you know, Five feet from me and maybe 20 feet down. Bless me up, everyone. Alright, let's go. Sounds good. Slam some eddies down and walk on out. Yeah, you do that. You all meet up. Um, so Weaver's able to kind of pass on the information that he was given. Um, you know that Circuit was hired by 6th Street. A guy named Blake in 6th Street. that need mean anything to any of you guys? I wouldn't be surprised if my family was working with them. My family works with a lot of these gangs. Yeah, and you can give me uh, uh, 
everybody can give me a uh, streetwise or street deal. Oh, wait, streetwise? Make sure I'm not crossing my 2020 with red. No, there is a streetwise skill. You're okay, yeah, correct yeah, go, on. With that. go with wise. <laughs> 19 ain't bad. Hey, Ward Daniels, thanks so much for gifting out all the subs. Really appreciate that. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Hooking people up, coming in the chat like Santa Claus. <laughs> Uh, hates me. Looks like the guy yeah. that knows people knows people. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely seems like, uh, you know, Weaver is getting the most, uh, you know, info out of this info, I guess you could say. But, yeah, you know, Sixth Street is basically a, a gang in Night City. They, you know, hang out in different districts and such. But um, they're born from... Uh, the many veterans of the Fourth Corporate War, the Sixth Street is a vigilante gang which protects various neighborhoods around Night City. Sounds kind of familiar. Um, members of the Sixth Street are generally well-armed and heavily cybered up uh, with armament from their days uh, uh, in the field. Uh, recently, they've been forced to move uh, into extortion, smuggling, and efforts to pay their bills. While they operate all throughout the city, the 6th Street are all welcome protectors of the Holy Angels Church. Um, and you know that the Holy Angels Church is a three-story Roman Catholic church run by Father Kevin, uh, which provides sanctuary and spiritual guidance to anyone who is willing to lay down their weapons and talk peacefully. It's over there in uh, Little Europe. It's kind of where their home base is. But that's what you know about 6th Street, Weaver. Well... I don't know if um, this is our next lead or anything, but go ahead to little Europe. Go ask around, see if anybody uh, caught anything. Seems a little odd that 6th Street would be coming for us. Of all the potential enemies we might have made. I agree completely. I thought it was weird too. They seem to like this kind of stuff. Maybe we uh, took out one of their bosses at one point, huh? Maybe. Or they could be doing a mercenary deal for uh, Atticus's family, actually. Who knows? This could just be a merc job. Any of you have any enemies you have not yet disclosed to all of us? Hmm? Me? Who has enemies? Me? Uh, I, have I have only friends here. Looking a little uh, guilty. For I don't have any enemies among Sixth Street. That's for sure. Oh, among Sixth Street, not that I know of. Yeah, and just in hi history on uh, you know, life path history and stuff for the team and individually, none of you have enemies in Sixth Street. Um, it's as described and as Weaver explained, since he is the most knowledgeable about that gang. That. They're very similar. They're kind of known as a vigilante group. They're not known as like a drug group or a you know party gang or drug gang or anything like that. Although just like any gang, they will be hired to do extortion and things. You know, to, they got to make their money. Aside from that, but uh, but yeah, they're typically known as like a vigilante group. Uh, and their home base, uh, just ironically, is out of a church as well over there in Little Italy. But um, but that's what you know about them. Yeah. But none of, none of, no history uh, of them as enemies. We can head over, people. ask around. Maybe find out if this is something to do with uh, Blake more than 
6th Street. Perhaps this is personal to him for some reason, and he's using his resources to deal with some kind of personal matter. Only know if we ask around. Atticus, can you get uh, Jerry to give us a ride? Does Jerry? Yes, sir, Atticus. Jerry, you need a ride. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Where are you? Just send me the coordinates. I'll be there in a few minutes. I'm nearby. On a, on their way. Thanks, man. And you hang out, hang out while uh, Jerry pulls up. Uh, you want to? What, what kind of what kind of corp family vehicle does he have? I imagine it's some type of blazer esque vehicle, big enough to you know seat four with a little extra room, maybe. Yes. You, you have anything exactly. in mind? Uh, I was just thinking it is more of a sedan, um, so it's not like a big SUV or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily for, obviously, sending Atticus around. Uh, it's all black, meant not to stand out. And uh, it's a four-door, and it's got plenty of seating. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, he pulls I up. in the front. Yeah, everybody hops in. Oh, where are we going? Where to, sir? We are going to Little Italy. We're going to uh, ask some questions. Okay, very well. Do, do, do we have a particular address? Uh, Little Italy is a very large district. <laughs> uh, yes. And I'll pop in the coordinates into the, uh, the infotainment center we've got here. Okay. Yeah, you put in uh, the Holy Angels Church in Little Italy. Um, you put in... Oh, okay, very well, sir. Little uh, uh, midday prey session, or why? Why are we going here, Jerry? You know I'm not a religious man. <laughs> I'm kind of prayer, uh-huh. but, uh huh. But you know, I, I heard a uh, you know potential friend of mine might be hanging out there, so we're gonna go uh, catch up. Yeah, very well. He starts driving off as you head over to Little Italy, and uh, this is where we will take our break. Um, we will, let's see here, we just change up to some city sounds, and everybody in chat, this is where we're going to take a five minute bio break, uh, don't anybody go anywhere, because we're literally just going to be gone for about five minutes, and uh, I am going to leave the mics hot, just in case the team wants to talk about anything game related, as you're uh, in the vehicle with Jerry driving you to the... Holy Angels Church in Little Italy. All right, we'll be right back. Don't anybody go anywhere. <laughs> 